Hi, everyone, and thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Adventures of the Awakened Heart. My name is Julie Tara, and I'll be your host. And you can please check out about me if you want to below in the description. The reason for starting this podcast is I feel at this time, this difficult time we're all having, unusual time on a worldwide scale, uh, we're really being called to look much deeper into our value systems and our beliefs and what really matters. And that takes us right into the heart. So that's why I've started this. And I'm super excited today to have a lovely friend of mine from England, from actually from where I was born, and she's gonna join us, Parmini. And let me tell you a little about Parmini before we get her on here. So, Parmini Rator is a successful entrepreneur and spiritual seeker. Professionally, she's involved in a family franchise business along with real estate. Personally, she has a profound curiosity to dive deeply into the knowledge of spirit science. She actively studies the Hindu Vedic literature, along with keeping updated on the latest discoveries in the field of neuroscience, thanks to Gaia. She has a YouTube channel called Forgotten Ancient Knowledge and a Facebook page of the same name. So please do check out the links below. I will make sure to put both the YouTube link and the face, Facebook link um, so you can learn more about Parmini. So Parmini, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me here, Julie. I'm so excited to be with you. And we met a while back uh, at Gaia in terms of on the phone. We talked about doing Gaia gatherings. Yes in England and yeah, I was very excited that you were excited to do that. And then we talked about the ambassador program with Gaia and then we yeah, really, yeah, did. yeah, we did. And then we really connected when uh, I had this very unusual dream a few months ago of, of a very large Shakti appearing in the sky and I was looking at her and she was dancing and she was huge and just like in her element and then I walked into a house and then I walked back out of the house and looked up and she had transformed into Shiva. And that was the end of the dream. And I did not know what to make of that dream until we talked. And then you really helped me with that dream. And I knew it was an important, significant dream. And then you sent me this marvelous image, which was half Shakti, half Shiva. And when you sent it, I was so moved and just cried because it was exactly, basically what I'd experienced, although I had seen all of Shakti and then all of Shiva, but I knew that one was the other. So that was our really deep connection. And, and that's for me where my yeah. heart just opened to you 100%. Yeah, it was the same experience for me as well. Uh, I'm really glad, first of all, that I was able to help you with your dream to start with. <laughs> um, in India, this this image that you just described, is, it's called as Ardhanareshwara, which is part Shiva and part Shakti. It's part male and female. So it, in short, you know, it represents the union between the masculine and the feminine energy. And I really love this beautiful philosophy at its core, uh, you know, um, spiritually, it, it suggests that, you know, it's totality beyond duality. And philosophically also, it means that um, 
to coexist uh, to be you know in union within yourself uh, you have to be aligned materialistically and spiritually at the same time i mean it can just go on and on and on and on uh, but the, this this purity this union that it represents uh, i just love it and i'm really glad that you know uh, you you had a dream like this and you had vision something so beautiful <laughs> that really has a very significant uh, uh it, it has a really huge significance in, in hindu uh, culture at the same time so um i'm truly blessed that you shared this such an intimate thing with me Thank you, Pamani. You know, it's really great to hear that. I, I have an Indian friend here, and I told him the dream. He said that's a really significant dream in in our in our world, mm-hmm. in the Hindu world. You know, you t- pay attention. <laughs> Okay, okay, I will. I will. And actually I started this other podcast about radiant wisdom, the radiant wisdom of the mystics, and I've been reading some of the Vedas and I know mm. you're very interested wow. in studying the Vedas uh, as your biography says and uh and I just have always found them so beautiful. So I'm now reciting like mm-hmm. the hymn of creation and putting it out there on a new podcast. <laughs> yeah actually uh, it, it covers every aspect of your life honestly anything that you can think of it, it's absolutely covered in way that's with astrology uh, astronomy science neuroscience psychology you name it even even by the way um, you know surgery as well so it it, it basically is is it's just not related with religion i mean and that would be a wrong thing to say it's just not religion but it it's the way of life and that's what vedic culture represents it was never about religion it was never about cause but it suggested that you are god and how are you supposed to perfect yourself that simple as that oh i love that thank you for <laughs> explaining more about that that's that's so fantastic it's a lot like taoism which i've studied a lot which isn't really a religion either it's mm-hmm. more of a philosophy but it really is a way of life so yeah this is this is good this is rich right away i knew it would be um <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about Gaia to start. You know, just you've been a Gaia member for a while and I'd love to ask what is, mm-hmm. you know, the aspect of Gaia that you really find the the most important for you? Um first of all, I'd like to start with a really small story. Um you know, even as a child, I really had a had a good soul compass. uh but i've always uh, i was always like this odd duck you know <laughs> uh instead of playing outside and be with my friends and stuff i would rather just you know be at library reading all this really dense literature and philosophical books that i would never really kind of get a proper grasp of reason behind my my you know we get rational at the end of the day don't we and and we start thinking about these things and we we want more something scientific a base so as to prove into what we really want to believe i loved what i was reading but it just had no base and for me this is where gaia comes into the picture when i stumble upon gaia you know 
and I I absolutely had an epiphany. I, I loved what I found. The content absolutely blew me away. It had so much to offer, and not just in one aspect, but be it uh, spirituality or science or, or ancient civilization, or if you're into aliens and you know UFOs and and basically just name it and you have it, and it's beautiful. And most importantly, I just I felt as if I found a community. Uh, when you know uh, I'm not an author anymore when there's so many people like me and and it's a powerful notion in itself that I'm not alone and and what else you know you can ask for more and you can connect with more people and and like you you know uh, with Gaia gatherings also it was so it was it was really nice because that really gave us an option when within your area you can you can you know meet people like you and it would be nice to have friends who are like you who are what you're trying to say rather than people just staring at your face and think what <laughs> and i think uh guy is like the best friend i've never had to sum it up <laughs> it's great to hear that because i i feel like a lot of us feel that way that we've been into this kind of knowledge this it's like a university of the soul but we feel a bit alone and isolated in it we don't don't often have friends that are as interested as we are yeah. so i think that's a huge piece about the community and why i started the facebook group you know the guy <laughs> global community is like hey guys we're all here let's yeah. share knowledge and share what we love and and then i post links to different you know things <laughs> that i love and and say if you want something different like someone asked the other day for ayurveda so i was like yeah i'll put some some beautiful links to Ayurveda on there. So we did that. And um, it's important to not feel alone with this. And, you know, in Cambridge, just so you know, when I was uh, about 16, my first boyfriend took me to the cinema. Uh, the uh, It was the Arts Theatre downtown Cambridge. And, and he took me there and we saw Eric von Daniken's movie, Chariots of the Gods, that film. And I was 16 and I walked out of there going, of course, there are other life forms on other planets. Why would we think there aren't? Why are we so arrogant? And why don't we talk about it? Yes. You know? True, true. I, it, it just be so stupid to think that we are the only, it, it does not make any I mean, look at our own ancient civilization. We can't even make what is that, let alone how can we even think? Or like you mentioned, you know, we're so arrogant within ourselves that what we can't comprehend, we guard it by saying, what, this is nonsense, garbage. But well, maybe we don't understand it. How about at least keeping an open mind and say that maybe I don't understand it, you know, and let's take it forward from there. Exactly, Pamani. Exactly. I think it's having the open mind and the open heart to explore versus just shutting it down. So let's talk about, you know, your spiritual life. Like when did you feel like you were just born very conscious? Because to me, you're a very conscious human being. Has this been your whole life or when did it begin? Uh, that, that's very kind of you to say. But honestly, I, I do feel and I, I very strongly feel at the same time that every person born on this planet is born awakened and, and is born with some special, you know, spiritual gifts at the same time. Uh, it is only a matter of um, when you become aware of it, you know. Uh, for me, um, I think I became more aware when at a, very, at a very early stage in a way because um, I was always connected with nature or nature's always been such an intrinsic part of my life. Uh, I revolved around it. I mean, it's not the other way around. 
<laughs> I love I love I love the connection that it brings inside uh, for me that awakening I think for me uh, being awakened is pretty much awakening in every moment as I live on you know what I mean so as and when in whatever moment I feel I'm in present feel that I'm aware and suddenly I see and my mind stops and I see this glorious magnifying thing in front of me staring right at me you know as if asking just look at me what are you on and on about in your head just look at me and that kind of uh, consistency nature provides us and and it's it's made me more um you know aware it just made me more content um it's made me more observant in a way i see how beautifully everything is in sync only thing that is out of context is us it's only because we are so much within our head that we really can't see um, you know how effortlessly everything around us is working how everything is in union with each other but like i said we are positively awakened but the real question is are we even aware of it I feel like when you speak about it I'm feeling the the idea of the music of the spheres you know how everything mm-hmm. is dancing together music it's playing it's symphonies it's harmonics and we are too but we have this mind that kind of flips us out of it and question yeah yeah i mean it's a, it's the, the entire universe is you know dancing in its own rhythm we are the part of it but sadly or I don't know for whatever reason we have our own tune and so you know we can go in and out of it at the same time at our choice and that's what you know I think it is the best gift and the curse at the same time this, this choice that we have been given at the same time by nature but if we can simply be in thing that that uh, brings this so much beauty from itself you know that love that we feel that that uh, how we feel as if we are just kind of growing your expanding that feeling is just unbelievable it is and i think nature's the perfect place to really get back in sync when we're out of sync to just go back and i know growing up in cambridge i used to go in nature all the time and just feel like i i was you know in my happy place in nature <laughs> climbing trees climbing haystacks you know sitting by the river watching the swans yeah. sitting under the willow yeah. trees hugging the willow tree you know loving them the oak trees i used to dance around them especially in the full moon i used to go out at night in the full moon in the garden and just dance under the full moon it just made me happy you know nobody told me to do it nobody yeah. said it was a ritual i just wanted to you know and see that that's what we have to understand there is nothing like ritual anyway it is it is it is something that you do or something that happens to you that you, that makes you do something for heart and if you understand that kind of thing you know it and if it's happening over and over again maybe i just become religion or you know ritual as you just mentioned but it 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 has a base and the base is just how it makes you feel from your heart as simple as that we make it so complex to me <laughs> we do make it complex you know and i mean i mean that that is actually sort of my next question is what does the awakened heart mean to you but i feel like you're speaking it already you're you're <laughs> absolutely speaking into that uh answer to that question 
you know, um, if I, for me, uh, there's so many aspects towards being a baby, you know, but the most important part to me is, is, is to be non-judgmental. A person, a heart that is non-judgmental is truly awakened to me. Because the moment that judgment is taken away from you, right, you'll, you'll actually be surprised how much more you're willing to reason with others, to see their problems. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll feel that you're more filled with more compassion, uh, more empathy, and so much more love. But it is all blocked by because our, our mind is so much into the past, what happened. And it's for some reason always fearing future that it, it takes you away from the present moment. So the best gift that you can give to yourself is, you know, please just do not judge as much as possible because judgment takes away the most precious thing from you. You know, the reason why why you're experiencing this moment and that is the present it takes you away from the present so any person who's able to be by themselves you know can see you for what you are so what you did this you know so what that i think you've done this thing is silly or something that is not by my standard but who creates that standard who creates the duality how about we see beyond and to be able to see beyond you know to just to be part of the mirage and see not just the reflection but beyond is 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 the true gift isn't it and i think and that is what an awakened soul does is simply be aware of you as you are there's nothing more to it i wow. feel that this is so beautiful this is sort of reminding me in, in a way of the 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 you know buddha like and the whole maya the illusion and just watching the illusion and knowing it's the illusion and just letting it fall away consistently whatever demons or angel just letting it go letting it go and then you are really in the oneness and that seems like true true wisdom to me true wisdom yes yes absolutely i mean even in um, you know where literature we have devas and and uh, the rakshas which which says that you know how your mind is constantly juggling between the superiority complex and the inferiority complex and how there's always this tug of war going on in between so our job is only to find a balance because you cannot not make your mind stop from working it is its job to keep on working but what we can do is simply observe it we become that third party if we can as much as possible and not let um you know the judgment cloud into what we are seeing it's perfect because especially right now on the planet there is so much judgment happening uh, you know with everything everybody's doing in the politics and the and and the pandemic and what people think and what they yeah. actually the actions it's it's making me feel really sad when i'm seeing like sort of a neighbor judging a neighbor or a facebook friend judging a facebook friend and it's like wow really this is not very helpful this is just accentuating separation versus unity if you if you if you look at how these things are operating i mean i really sometimes it just makes me laugh right look at our duality to the kind of world that we live in so for example we in instagram the way our media you know we, we are present in our social media instagram or facebook right people buy the lies 
you know they want to be more popular they they want to add in more accounts and they're paying money for that but who are those people what what is that one like going to give you any which way just going to make you know one part of your brain ignite and just release a chemical which might like make you feel better for that nanosecond and then take away from you again creating hole inside of you and then you long for that thing again to fill that nanosecond <laughs> of that hole and it it just does not justify what you're looking for is something far and beyond how do you complete yourself the only thing that you're longing for is yourself the moment you find yourself the moment you stop judging yourself is when you feel complete only <laughs> Oh, it makes me feel really calm and relaxed when you say that. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Well, Pamani, can you, you know, I'm sure you have stories from your life that you could share with us that would illustrate some of this. Would you care to share? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Uh, you know, in all honesty, I I haven't yet experienced anything in my life that is life altering um have been blessed uh, i'm really grateful i've been blessed with beautiful parents um been, my life has been filled with love and you know i was raised in in with peace and love and security and then i got married and same thing happened so for some reason this i've never had an experience of loss or i never really suffered anything as such so as to bring in something new or something that made me realize but what i can positively share here is um this you know this one thing that even we discussed once uh, about this 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 um this loss not even loss but this lack of something within myself as in i have a soul but then since the part of my soul is kind of missing from within me um and i cannot really explain that part because everything in my life is absolutely perfect it can't get better than it already is you know but still why am i feeling the way i am feeling there is no reason behind it you know and uh, and if anybody asked me that you know why are you feeling a bit depressed or why are you feeling low what is that new thing you are missing from your life and and i would say a huge part of me is missing and i don't know what that is i don't even know how to comprehend that kind of thing you know and and uh, that really that i think that kind of made me uh, well more into books and i would research more and more and more and uh, during one of those days actually i i had one of one or two unique experiences not life altering i would say but unique experiences that i had and um one of the experience was you know i've already mentioned how connected i am with nature and i was doing gardening and it was a beautiful day and really sensitive towards nature honestly i stopped watching news since ages i cannot see any kind of brutality nothing of a sort of start crying and i just can't take it actually and uh, i was doing this garden and by mistake i, I tore a leaf and oh my god <laughs> i it might really make you laugh but the kind of grief that i overcame in nanoseconds i mean i i wasn't thinking you know it just came over me and I, for me in that moment time stopped it was just me and that leaf in my hand and really nothing absolutely nothing and 
i was feeling so much towards what just happened and this is all happening within second it's not like i'm i'm mentioning more but this is all happening really fast at the same time and i'm only looking at it and then i suddenly started seeing within my mind's eye and i'm seeing this enormous white light coming out of my third eye towards the leaf and from my heart it's coming towards the leaf and it's flooding it with light you know white light and i think it might have just gone on for less than a minute or so and i experienced um, i'm really not fine the leaf was healed it had a scar which was a proof that the tear definitely happened the leaf was healed and when i regained my senses i it scared me <laughs> and then i was shocked because i didn't know what to make of it and i just checked i was just checked it so thoroughly and i was like okay this is really happening is it even possible okay what just happened i didn't realize and uh, first i was bit taken aback and then uh, i knew a few people who who are scientists uh, are also into vedic literature and i asked them you know what really happened and then obviously i'm seeing all this beautiful contented guy and you know how um, like doctors uh, i mean Bruce Lipton and Greg Braden and they're talking all the similar languages and I finally found answer as to what happened and I I I asked this scientist friend of mine and he said that what happened is this this word in, in Hindu literature called as samadhi that moment that is what I experienced when it was nothing but me and the leaf in that moment you know and I realized how powerful is our heart really is and imagine how much do we discount ourselves now i don't have any extraordinary gift it's nothing about the gift it's nothing that i did something mystic no nothing any person can do that to themselves to anybody around you given the right frame of mind with me it just happens spontaneously because of the way that i feel about this plan and how connected i am with nature with that grief you know that that thing that, oh my god i did something like that to something that i absolutely love and that just made my heart reacted in a way but uh, that state of mind is just so deep and it just kind of really opened my heart um, and it opened uh, the way i see or perceive reality that we don't really know ourselves at all we just count ourselves so much and that moment was in a way yes all train for me like all train for me to say that because it 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 made me meet me you know and uh, i realized that i am so much more capable of doing them than i gave myself credit for so so that wow. was really profoundly something for me it's it's an incredible story and it makes me think of spontaneous healings and it makes me think of you know you know when i've had like the philip filipinos where they do come in and they do the the you know the psychic surgery and everything i mean mm-hmm. it's extraordinary what is possible and that story of the leaf you know really healing is like i mean you you got to a place of of really experiencing your true self and the leaf's true self as well yes. and you became one and and your you desire for the healing yes. yeah yeah yes. you and know i think else sorry go ahead no so i was saying I mean, there was there was just nothing else apart from I me mean, in that moment i was so centered that there was just me and the leaf and the healing and nothing else 
I, I really love this. Um, I've, I've been into healing, you know, all my life. And, and I have to tell you, I have a plant. It's, it's behind the computer here. And this plant was downstairs for a while and I really wasn't paying attention to it. And I suddenly went down there one day and it was all really sad. And I went, you, you're just not getting enough light, are you? So I brought it upstairs and, and I started saying, you know, I'm so sorry. I've, I've left you down kind of not in darkness, but a darker space. And mm -hmm. over the last few weeks, it has gotten happier and happier and happier as it has more light. And I talk to it all the time and I just say, I'm so happy you're happy. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, any gardener can always say, or, you know, understand or feel a plant's health. You, I don't know, there's this always this unspoken language that we exchange at the same time, don't we? We can just say, oh, you're happy. I don't know, it just, it just, it just comes within, you know, like like how pets, uh, you know, sometimes dogs, they talk, they say stuff like, I love you and, and things like that. We also see videos at the same time, how we just feel uh, that unspoken language. And there is no way we can discount it. And you know what's really funny about this? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and she was saying she used to work in an Apple store and people would come in very mm. upset about their phone and their computer. And she would just say, just love your phone. Turn it off, love it. Send it some love and, and try it again. And so we started having this conversation of, about love. And I said, you know, I always had motorbikes. You know, in England, I was always on a motorbike going off to the Isle of Man or wherever I was going to explore <laughs> quiet, beautiful, wild places. And I used to talk to my motorbike all the time, you know, and of course it would rain a lot and then spark plugs would get wet and you know, that's not very helpful. And I just love it. I, and it knew I loved it and I knew it loved me. And so it always took care of me, even on the worst howling gales that we might have, I always felt safe on my motorbike because we were one. And then we were one with the road and one with the sky and one with everything. And, and then I, I had no fear. So. I, I think it extends to inanimate objects, right? It, it's it's the nature and the plant life and the trees, but also the, uh, you know, the rocks and the computers and the and the chairs and everything has life, has sentience. True, absolutely true. And if you if you think about it, all these the, the, you know, this Nazim Haran. This is what I think he's explaining in his. Uh, videos at the same time, isn't it? I mean, all of these brilliant scientists we are not separate from one another at all we you and me and this phone and the laptop and this bed sheet and everything that i can see around me and even your screen uh, we are all in you know we are all connected so even if you perceive this, this single big bang theory thing you know it all just exploded from one p like thing and when it exploded everything is connected ever since then whatever that we see around us including ourselves and you know whatever we experience as it is it is it is a material which is made out of that one explosion as we know it and and so how are we not connected we absolutely are so in this moment like we're just talking we are we're only realizing aren't we we're just we're simply realizing the fact it's a memory, it's like remembering, it's, it's a concept. Yes. Remember, if we think of even the word itself, remember, it's a reconnection <laughs> of what's always been there. And I love Nassim Haraman. He was just at Gaia, at the Gaia Sphere a couple of uh, weeks ago, and I watched wow. the whole thing on the live stream, and uh, he's brilliant. And one thing he said that was so stunning 
was he said the whole universe is like cheerleading you on the whole universe <laughs> it's benign and it's good and it wants your goodness you know it wants your life to to thrive and evolve and some things he said things will break down in order for new things to birth that are about you know even more evolved state from what was before and I just love that. I thought that was so beautiful for us always to remember that everything is working in our favor and not against us. True. True. Absolutely true. <laughs> so, Parmani, do do you have another story you want to share? Please do if you if you do, we have some time and if not, we can move on. What do you feel? I'd well, if we really have to talk about one more, I mean, I do have another story. I mean, it's not as unique as this, and it, honestly, um, it's really simple. I mean, there's nothing much to it, but it, it had such a, it it had even more deep impact on me. Um, there was this one fine day. I was simply sitting outside. Uh, it was during the lockdown when I was in India, right? And we um, we live in a really big society, and then. During lockdown, it was, and I was just simply sitting. It was a beautiful day, not too cold, not too warm, and uh, it was sunset. The birds were singing, and you know, the, the, we have so many street dogs, and I was feeding them. The kids were playing. It was crowded at the same time, and for some reason, I was simply sitting, and you know, my attention just started going inwards and inwards. And I was aware, not that I was meditating, doing nothing. I was simply sitting and doing nothing, and and. Um, as and when I'm becoming more and more aware of my breath and the gaps between my breath and suddenly everything starts to become more brighter, uh, more unique and, and you know, it, it's, it's just, everything is just kind of now standing out on its own. Suddenly, suddenly I just started experiencing this whole uh, rhythm of life that was happening around me as if I was the center and it was all happening around me and I can and from you know from the point of view of, of a spectator I'm simply seeing everything happening at a different spaces uh, but happening at the same time so as to make sense of what's happening around me and I know when I explain it, it really does not sound that exciting, but experiencing that thing, that experiencing that sink of a nature, that, that union that I felt in, the moment that I realized that I am not sacred, that I am the nature, I am not part of it, but I am the whole thing, how I am equally a part of this dog that I'm feeling, the birds that I'm seeing, the color of the sky and the sunset and the kids playing, the ants feeding in the ground. So, you know, all of this thing, as in my, 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 my senses took me away with my eyes and my ears and the smell and whatever that I was doing, uh, it just reminded me as if, as if it just, you know, that how deeply we are all connected, how foolish of how foolish I was to think at one point of time in my life that I am I am a sacred person you know I I am something this or that or however I would like to perceive myself but I believe that there is nothing really like I or you it's, it's either just us you know and if I just take that one I out of the equation and not separate you from me that that feeling it is so unbelievable and I really cannot begin to express that feeling and and that had even more profound and life 
altering uh, you know scenario for me that in to experience that kind of meaning to to just become nature out of simplicity nothing 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 you know uh, out of the context happening nothing unique happening nothing mysterious happening but a simple thing happening just as simple as breathing in and breathing out but coming into the present being aware of yourself you know as you are and seeing things as they are and nothing else it's it's just profoundly beautiful ah oh, this is perfect because it when it happens in those moments it's like you couldn't make it happen if you tried but it just sort of everything falls into place and yes. and i know exactly because i've had those moments and one not so long ago i was just standing outside a cafe i mean it was before the pandemic so i guess it was a couple of years but it doesn't feel like but a minute ago and i was just standing with a cup of tea and then i was just looking around and the kids were laughing and the dogs were lapping the water up and everything was just perfect there was this perfection to all the parts of the puzzle and i felt the same thing like i was at a center like the center of a vortex yeah. and everything was just moving in harmony around me and i felt this incredible peace like so much peace and i i thought about there's a saying i think you know the peace that surpasses understanding it goes beyond understanding yeah you don't know why you're feeling it but you just are feeling it and yeah so i know and i love it that it happens in these very mundane moments if you like and we we put a word to it mundane <laughs> yeah. but you know just just a yeah. normal moment in a life and i think that's actually points to the power and the truth of it is that often does happen at those very normal times nothing special is going on and but you somehow click in to this flow that is the flow of of the whole thing and you're like oh i'm i am all of it and all of it is me and there is no i in that yes absolutely in fact i would, I would, well, I would like to add on something really said you know just so as uh, for our viewers to understand not a good example if i'm <laughs> but I'm still going to state it uh you know sometimes how how when you when you smoke a grass or something of the sort how i'm not sure if you've ever experienced that thing in your life but if you if you smoke a joint or marijuana how it feels if you're you know everything brightens up and you start seeing that they are and it, it's just a different kind of consciousness all together and that's why i think people some way down the line they even get hooked to it but this is having that kind of experience without having any kind of you know <laughs> like without without experiencing or without having to do any of any kind of substances to help you with so um that that's the kind of power of uh, you know being in the present moment can give it to you absolutely and you know i did used to live in holland with dutch national ballet so i certainly know about that part of life um <laughs> i always felt like well, this is how i experience life anyway it's just a little more enhanced <laughs> so <laughs> i i never really got too far into that because i was like but i think this is kind of how i live so uh but good good point um so how would you say these have these experiences changed who you are and your expression in the world or does it just deepen in a very quiet way who you are in the world i think 
think it has definitely brought in a very positive change in me. Um, I was a, I was an introvert. I would say I still am. Uh, uh, but uh, thanks to my husband, I've opened up a bit now. <laughs> but um, you know, otherwise, uh, now I'm more open because of that. Uh, um, I'm more great to know story of others as well. You know. I want to revolve around other human being, around the creature, other more. I want to expand from myself and in onto everything else around me at the same time. I realize this one thing which which I feel extremely strong about. I believe uh, we're in the wrong business, by the way, within ourselves. I think um, we. at the moment you know we we are simply just taking and taking and taking but i believe the purpose that we were made for and you know i think our deep rooted nature is more about giving you know give give and give to your last last breath and i think that just brings in so much of abundance into you you might feel as if you know you're emptying yourself but on the contrary the irony of the universe is the more you give the more it fills you you know it fills you with this abundance people talk about it so much and they say you have to visualize this and that and what not you know feel this in your heart blah 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 but i feel the more you give with the purity of the intention and the purity of the emotion and with all your heart honestly even if you empty yourself you will be surprised to know that this this vessel that your heart is it, it's it's never empty you know it, it's even expanding more on the contrary it's creating more space to fill in and universe is simply showering you with more and more and more love and abundance so i believe you know to be in that state of mind when uh, you 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 don't want to judge anyone to start with and then and then you open it to somebody else entirely You're being absolutely truthful to yourself and to the others, and 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 you don't fear giving it away. In that moment, that instant reality, you enter the state of abundance. Now, it is up to you as a person. You define what abundance is to you. Some people might define it as emotions, or some might de- define it into materialistic things. But I'm pretty sure universe is graceful. You know, <laughs> it will give you whatever you want. but to not be afraid to give at the same time. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I feel it too. And all the times in life, uh, especially being an entrepreneur for so many years, the the more I just give without any expectation but just to be a blessing in the world, it 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 just does. It just flows back naturally, but not because I'm asking it to, it just the way it works. So I I really agree with you on this a lot and uh I think somehow we're brought up to think in terms of scarcity or in terms of acquisition and it's not about acquisition it's about giving everything away till like you said to your last breath and the last drop and I think when people get older they experience that you know I don't need anything else and I and they start to to divest themselves it's a natural process but it maybe like breathing in and out we we grow up when we children were very giving and then there's a time where we said oh i need to 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 have something from the universe and gather things and then there's a, another big big cycle of giving away again but if we could do it in every breath 
that's really powerful and and just the love of giving is nothing like giving we're so happy when we give and yes, exactly uh, exactly yeah. i mean that's what i said we we we're in the wrong business within ourselves and and the funniest part is right i'm in the business of uh, real estate as well and i so deeply now feel as and now that i'm getting more and more and more spiritual right and i realized how foolish are we to acquire or think that you know uh, i want more and more land for myself it is not it is not ours it was there before we were born it will be there after we die why are we wasting our life in something that is never going to be ours to start with absolutely this is the native american tradition is that that nobody owns the land it's a ridiculous thought you know it's a indian thing indians always acquire we we like to possess things not live your life to possess keep acquiring keep acquiring and it's just it's it's a very funny notion and i just i can't believe it how much of a time that you waste in acquiring things that you never even have time to enjoy it's a great awareness harmony especially in this like acquisitive type uh, culture all around the world now it's become this way consumerism is the new religion if you like and it's very unfortunate and it's harming our our balance of of the the nature the earth herself gaia of our own relationships with one another so your point is well taken Um I'm going to move on a little bit now cuz I'm watching our time and so I'd like to ask you um what is your heart vision for our world now <laughs> what vision for our world wow that's a big question <laughs> I don't think I've got, I've got that kind of wisdom but um if I really had to say something right I, I would really feel a world would be so much so much better place if we start with small things right let's not really overwhelm ourselves with big big things like you know well let's not really go for that hard six pack as might as well just start taking baby steps towards walking so similarly that kind of things into our own personal development right so small small things like trying to be aware of yourself as much as possible try and be aware of your breath as much as possible uh you know try and be compassionate but those still will be a later on stage i personally feel because you cannot fake these feelings i might want to be compassionate for you but i'm not feeling that thing at the moment how do i do that so we cannot do it. so we take baby steps first we start with ourselves you know uh, let's just be aware of ourselves let's just try and be in the present moment and second thing we can do is at least try and not judge if we do these two things honestly i feel everything else will be automatically taken care of and that's the only thing that i have to share well i love it i love it baby steps because i think a lot of us you know we do have these sort of grandiose ideas that we have to do something mega something huge something <laughs> earth shattering to you know make ourselves feel worthy of being here or something you know and and then of course you collapse to the other side which is what do what have i done nothing and then then is a ego thing of a grandiosity and and diminishment <clears throat> but what i love hearing you say is that just one one little step one little step forward being aware of our thoughts or am i really feeling compassion or am i trying to feel compassion or am i pretending to feel compassion you know what's actually happening 
That's what I hear you say. <clears throat> so that's that's very um it's not so daunting. Yeah. It's not like we have to go and meditate in a cave now for 10 years and not eat anything but a little bit of gruel and that's it. You know, it's like probably we're never going to do it. But if we can take that one step you're suggesting, I love that because everyone can do that. And that's meditation in itself. Anybody who says gone into the cage after they come out after years of meditation, they've said the same thing. You know, meditation is about being in the present moment. How do you be in the present moment? That's the most difficult thing to do. So they say they concentrate on your breath as much as you can be aware of your breath. That brings the focus back. That is it. And do not force yourself into things. You know, forcing is again being out of this thing. Simply observe it. You are being angry. Be angry. But then observe yourself as a spectator. You know, take a step behind and see why are you angry? What's really happening? What's going on at the back of our mind? Observe your thoughts. let it flow allow yourself to be equally dull lazy arrogant all the things that we think are bad or negative kind of thinking by the way i don't think anything is negative or positive at the same time thinking is a thinking we name it i am feeling it it means it is there i am angry it means it is there now for me all i can do is acknowledge it see why i am there reason with it and then let it go on like you know you move on from it once you acknowledge it you'll see that that feeling that that's really anger you will go away because you're not carrying it at the same time with you right so acknowledge what you're feeling and that you can only do it if you're aware of yourself and well, I love this will let you do it because it creates i have a book here i'm going to grab it it creates the yeah. non resistance you know like i, I was yeah. just reading again you know deepak chopra's book this one you know the seven spiritual laws of success and he talks a lot about that about the acceptance of every moment not fighting it because if you start to fight what is then you're resistant you're in resistance with the universe itself that's not a very helpful place so to just be in the moment and observe and and so i really love this what you're saying and in taoism it would be called wu wei you know the wu wei it's like the flow and then you the more discerning you become the more you know the right action to take at the right time or no action to take you're really mm-hmm. just listening and and responding to what the universe is requesting in that moment really so this is great and so my last question to you is is for everyone listening is just is there one sort of golden nugget or a little diamond in the rough that you could bring for everyone to take away that they could just remember that one absolutely thing. absolutely just remember one thing what a magnificent thing that you are we are the universe crust you know we are the universe juice we are the elixir how about we realize our potential as to what we are and stop judging ourselves and let's not discount ourselves anymore we are the connected being we are the universe and accept ourselves for who we are rather than thinking oh i don't have this oh i'm too fat oh i my head doesn't look right or oh, this and all that how about the fact who what's what you have you know and uh, we are all walking gods among ourselves it is just a matter of realizing um, how we see ourselves in each other If you can do that on a steady foot to go. 
I love this. And you said we are walking gods and I would say goddesses. And you know, yeah, like when absolutely. I experience you and when I hear and listen, I, I feel like you are, you are a goddess of wisdom. You know, you are like a Saraswati or a Pavati. You're just absolutely <laughs> you are. And it's yes. so beautiful. And when you speak it, you know, I also feel it then too. I feel like, yes, I am that too. So that's, if everyone knew their, that they are the, the diamond, the diamond of the universe, that they are, their self-worth would just blossom. And, and I think we would have a far more peaceful, harmonious, joyful, connecting with each other universe going on. It's already happening, but human beings, we can be tricky. We can be complex. And, but when we get back to this, it's great. Yeah, I think it's just like, you know, how Greg Braden uh, mentioned in this uh, one of the first season, first episode, which is cyclic uh, time of cycle, right? Yes. I believe, again, we are in that moment. When we started as a civilization, obviously, we started as maybe the Caymans, but just imagine what they had to do. Obviously, they were more advanced, at least, I guess, mentally than us, because they had nothing else going on for them, you know. What would they judge each other on? So think about how much they would be aware of themselves within the present moment and what kind of clarity they would have, which we don't have. We just think about it, right? And then we kept on advancing, 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 and then, you know, came about the right age. And then obviously from there, the balance started dipping down again. And here we are. But I can feel like you and me talking about this. It means that we are again in the cycle when we are moving upwards now, you know, that that phase, that dark phase, I believe has passed now. We are facing its its results or, you know, um, after effect of what has already happened. But now, in this age that we are right now, me being aware of myself and my actions, I'm doing my bit. You are aware, you're doing your bit. And from Gaia itself, we know how many people are doing the same bit at the same time. So we are, the times are changing and we are moving away from the dark ages and, you know, that age of judging and duality and not seeing each other for who we are and not seeing the gods in each other. I mean, I would like, just last one bit, I would like to say that as simple as the in India, you know how we do this namaste. And I never knew its true meaning, by the way. I just knew that if you know, just do it and you bow your head out of respect. But it meant so much more deeper in this frozen for what thousands of years ago. Wherein the, the, you know, the hands represents when you bring both the hands together, you're bringing your feminine and your masculine energy together at the center of your heart. And like Greg Braden says, when you touch your heart, there is this explosion of feelings that you feel. So with your thumbs, you're touching at the center of your heart. So you feel it, right? Now, when I see you, I bow down my head and the word Namaste itself means the God inside me bows down to the God inside you. How beautiful is that? So we, we're going into that same cycle again where we, when we greet each other, we start kind of love and respect and seeing each other for who we are and our God particles. Yes, yes. I know you talked about this on your YouTube and uh, I love the numbers. Yes. I love this. It's beautiful. I'm feeling it right now. And right, exactly. Just how how humbling is this, right? So mm. so imagine, no matter who you greet, right? 
no matter what state you're in the moment i just bow it means i'm humbling myself and because uh, my hand is at the center of my heart and i'm touching the heart center no I, i'm never going to be arrogant with you immediately so let's just put that way, instantly even if that arrogance comes it might be in the later on stage but not immediately it's great reminder Harmony, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with me today. And I know we had some issues with uh, Wi-Fi going out at your home. And I know it's very late and time for you to have dinner. And I just want you to know how much I love and treasure you. How much I thank you for being with me today and doing this together. We just stuck in there until we got it. Right. And did. Um thank you so much for having me again. I love this session. I just love the way, you know, we explored each other. Love talking with you and in this whole thing it was just so spot on. We will do more of it, I am sure. And so okay. I want to say thank you to all the listeners and to Namaste to all the listeners <laughs> and to you, Pamani. And please, and 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 to everyone, to to you know, look at the link below and join our Gaia community because we really are an amazing awakening community of people that are in love with life itself and each other, and we encourage you to join us and also learn on Gaia. So uh, I will put all the links below, and I hope you all loved this episode with Pamani Rator. Harmony, you're gorgeous. You are absolutely a goddess. I'm sure we were sisters in another life. I, I'm sure we were. I just feel that so. <laughs> well, I know we are even now. I mean, there is nothing that's stopping us from being now. <laughs> that's exactly true. You're the sister I always wanted. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Much love. Many blessings. Have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> And you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.